Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. She has given explicit instructions where her material possessions are to go and where her remains are to be laid to rest. Do you think Nulara asked to go back home because she knew what an utter pain in the ass it would be to travel her all this way back to go and put her, like, with her family? Do you think that's why she did it? I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. I honestly wouldn't. Feel as guilty as I feel, because I feel guilty. I think that's survivor yeah. remorse. Yeah, just uh, just just a little bit. So where's your boss, friend? My my boss's name is is Axel Axel Morelli, and his headquarters is in is in Hellgate Dell. You round a final bend that opens up into a larger clearing. You're sitting with Johnson. She mentioned how much she how much she loved the two of you, how you were family to her. I raise my glass and I say, to Nulara, she saved us all. Here, here. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons, we're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, who wasn't just crying like a little, like a little cry Like baby. a little bitch. Yep, that's me. Also with well, me today is us. My, yes. <laughs> Also with me today is my lovely wife, Amy. Stone Moore. Cold. Amy Moore. Heart of Stone. I don't cry. Ice I Queen. I play Thea Amastasia. And brother in cry, Tom Laird. Yep, that's me. I play Flint Firebeard. How, how's everybody doing today? <laughs> good. So good. So, so good. fine. Tapping into emotions. It's so we, good. We thought the finale was a, was a heavy episode, man. Who doggy? Who doggy? Uh, thank you for listening to that last episode, and welcome to this episode. It'll be a little lighter, hopefully. We'll see. See how it goes. I'm yeah, hoping it's no heavy guarantees. on the killing. Oh, all right. I can get behind this. Light on emotion, heavy on killing. You know where there is an, a, as a, an adventure that is heavy on the killing? Where? Is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast, where we have uh, a whole bunch of bonus episodes. By this point, probably pretty close to 30 hours of bonus episodes. Dang, that's a lot. <laughs> Varying stories. Um, but the main one that we do over there is run by our good friend Tom here. Teary Tom. Teary Tom. Oh, that's yeah, what we that's call the him. one. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's set in Faerun, but it's a, it's a homebrew campaign that I've been uh, making as we go. And it's been uh, super fun so far. Has been. I've gotten to throw bodies on top of like trip stones and shit it's fun times so we play that over there it's for patrons only 
Although if you scroll way back in the feed, there is uh, like the first episode of it is in the in the regular feed. Uh, and it only gets better from there. It does. Like it's like true. all of our stuff. Yeah. We are like a fine wine. Better with age. Yeah, it's fun when the, the first time ever that you DM, it's recorded for a podcast. So, hey, ta- Carla and I were there, too. Oh, yeah. Not I, I, as um, long standing as yours. So you demand, Tom, you demand. Thank you. Not only do I like to throw you guys into the DM fire, but, you know, I'd like to commit you to th- multi-year campaigns. <laughs> None of this one shot <laughs> bullshit. No. Anyways, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And when you become a patron, we dedicate an episode to you, to one of you every episode. And today's episode is dedicated to Alex. Alex. Thanks, Alex. Alex. Thank you. Well, thank you, Alex. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. Okay. We find ourselves in the Moonbrook community. The ceremony with her family has taken place, and it's a couple days later at this point. Um, you two have uh, have decided to stick around and just kind of collect yourselves um, before heading back out on the road. And we find you in the morning getting ready to do so. Go for As it. As I'm putting on my weapons and stuff, um, I look over and I go, but really, when I sang in the arms of the angels, was it too was it too much? It, 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 uh, it felt right in the moment. I was oh. asking Flint, but that's good. Rulin that's important takes, to you, too, Rulin. Ru- I didn't know who else was there. Rulin takes <laughs> his head, he's like, he was just peeking through oh. the window. It's like, yeah, just, okay, bye. Okay, yeah, thanks. I, I mean, he's, he's not wrong. It, it was a, a little much, but also you, you could tell it was from the heart. So it was, it was good. All right. I think she maybe would have hated it. Oh, she 100% would have hated it. Oh, good. Okay. Good. Did it justice then. Um, I guess we head back to Waterdeep? I mean, yeah, like, where, where, where do we go? What do we do? We really should have talked about this beforehand. Oh, should we summon one of those trains? Yeah, do you know how to do that? No, but I'm sure that if we ask someone, we'll figure it out. Okay, here, here's an idea. We walk out, we have all of our stuff, right? Because we want, we do not want to be ill-prepared for this. Okay. Um, and then, so we just stand where there's a clearing, and we just go, woo, woo! I mean, I don't remember us doing that in the past, but no. I'm on board for it. And then hopefully we'll be on board the train, am I right? Up right. Top. I assume we high five. Yeah, oh, 100% <laughs> we did. Well, let's go call ourselves a train. I mean, what the hell? It can't hurt, right? Um, we go outside and is Ruben still? Rulin. Rulin. <laughs> Ruben. Spooky Rulin. <laughs> is Rulin still just? No, he's he's gone off. He left. Not, well, he didn't leave, but he's like milling about doing things. Chores. Uh, Rulin, I think we're... I think it's time we head off. Uh, of, of, oh, of course. Uh, you're always always welcome. Um, as as Johnzik has probably said many times, this, this is your home if you need it. You, uh, you let us know 
if that clown over in uh, Hellgate Dell is giving you any trouble, we'll come right back, lickety split, take care of it. Of, of course. Thank you. Thank you. How do we get a hold of you? Just send a letter to the uh, Leosin, probably. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's probably best. Good, good. Okay, we will. Thank you. Um, you say your. We don't have yeah. to do goodbyes oh, with everybody. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye. Yeah, you say your goodbyes uh, with everybody, and you climb back aboard um, uh, your carriage with Tiny, Clip Clop, and Buttercup. And, uh, oh right, the horses. We can't just take the train. Head oh, no, back I out would on the assume road. that a magic train would have. Oh, could probably accommodate the horses. Yeah. Good call. How big do you imagine this train to be? I thought it was quite small, <laughs> like the Hogwarts <laughs> Express. That's a big train. Well, no, but not like compartment-wise. Like, like they're normal train cars. Train. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure it has cargo trains. Anyway. Anyway, we're on we're on the carriage now. That train has passed. It has sailed. Uh, mixed metaphor. Yeah. So okay, here I think we head back to Waterdeep. We talk to Leosin. I don't know about you. I feel a gaping hole in my life that needs to be filled, and it's either going to be adventure, alcohol, or drugs. You with me? Uh, I'm I'm with you on the adventure aspect. I've always needed like a thing to go do. Uh, I'm not good at just sitting around. Uh, so let's let's go do some stuff. Let's do a thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, we were giving one of the horses to the Moonbrook Estate, correct? Yes, we were. We were going to give which uh, one was new Lara's. Tiny was Tiny's yours. mine. Clip Clop's mine. So it was Buttercup. 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 Okay. Uh, so yes, you leave Buttercup with the Moonbrooks. I turn back to Donnie and I say, Donnie, we we love having you here. And if you want to, we would love you to come with us. But if you feel like you you are more at home here with Nulara's family, we we would understand. I, um... I'm maybe just gonna assume we could take him. Maybe like, should have talked about this previously, I guess, but, um... Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Right? <laughs> There's a lot of flashback scenes here. Um... There's a lot to take care of in the wake of someone's death. We like, right? don't even know. Stop um, rushing us, Russ. God! Yeah, nope. Um, well, I mean, I mean, you, I don't really know these Donnie, guys. will you stay? Yeah, 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 I'll, I'll stay, stay yeah, pff, it's fine, I'll stay, I'll stay with you. I give him a hug. He reciprocates? I think he would. I would think so. Warm legs, half arms, yeah, they got arms, they got yeah. arms, yeah, he reciprocates. It's around, like, the neck area. So you're, you're hugging that. Yeah, but it's what's yep. on the inside that counts. Yep. I feel like Donnie and I should come up with some sort of a real elaborate handshake. Okay. You need to show him the picture. I think you might lose some digits on a real elaborate handshake with him. Uh, I mean, so this wearing is, armor and stuff. I think I'd be all right. Is Donnie's a medium dragon, right? Like he's huge. Yeah. yeah. But that's cool. Yeah. No. There's a handshake. 
and at the end he blows fire at you, but you hold your shield up and then you go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Dummy climbs in the back with you, and he is um, he is a companion of yours. Neat. Let's go. I hope we find those guys again. To be honest, it was just a it was just a little fun, you know, regular evil doers. Oh, the guys we ran dragons. into before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to it, but there's going to be lots of guys to run into like that. God, I can't wait. Hey, remember that time that uh, we fought that, oh, that, um, that sucky bitch? Oh, shit, yeah. Jesus. I hope she comes back. Maybe we'll run into her. <gasps> Some unfinished business. Oh, God. Yeah, let's make a list of, of people who've wronged us and that we should probably tie up those loose ends. Because there's a lot. It's not the worst idea I've ever heard. And we got time to kill on this carriage ride. Yeah. Oh, remember, um, I know you know this about me and how great I am with names. Do you remember, um, High Elf McWizard Dumb Face? Oh, uh. With the brains in the jars and all the zombies? Sure, 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 sure. What was his name? I don't know. I need the first letter, though. If I'm given the first letter. T. Theosin. Thaddeus Thaddeus? That's not right. Thelonious. Thelonious Primsbane. Yeah, he's kind of hot, though. Oh, yeah, you had a little thing for him. Yeah, well, you know, it's like the the power. Well, I mean, until you saw the brains in the jars, and then it was like, (laughs) oh, no, thank you. Yeah, it was really weird. Okay, so we got him. Okay. Uh, There was was the sucky bitch. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Who else do we have on this list? Oh, yeah. Don't you got something going on with you there that you got to take care of? Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, unless you want to look like this. Any gestures to himself. I don't know if that's how that happens, but. There ain't nothing wrong with the way you look, friend. Uh, But yeah, I should probably probably nip this one in the bud, hey? So, Red Wizards? Ooh. Uh, no, uh, Arcane Brotherhood. All right, I'd say we get that taken care of first. Right. I know they gave us a list of stuff at one point, but fucked if I could remember what it is. That's such a long time ago. I think ago. that notebook got burned up. <laughs> I think there was some sort of Amulet of Wonder, though, if I remember correctly. Mm. Amulet of Wonder? That doesn't even ring a bell. Oh. But I've done a lot of drugs. I mean, we could always go back and check with them, I guess. I mean, if we're heading back anyway to talk to Leosin... Might as well. Wait, were they All in right. a different town? I can't remember. Uh, they were in Luskin was Shit, their headquarters, but I mean, there's got to be like an ambassador there, right? That we could just yeah. chat with. Likely, you continue traveling for a couple hours, and you turn a corner, and the road ahead of you is blocked by a pool of lava. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> what is this? No, any thoughts, really? What is this? It looks like I mean, flaming hot lava. Lava in the middle of the road. It's uh, it's unexpected. Yeah, in in a forested area and all. Um, I jump off the carriage, not into the lava. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a head away from where you. Uh, are. I pick up a rock and I throw it into the lava. Um, it 
hits the lava and seemingly like melts into it. <gasps> this seems like a great way to like get rid of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably not great for the environment for recycling purposes, but yeah, just to get rid of things. Yeah. Do you, do you have things you want to get rid of? No, but I mean, like, if we had come across those guys and there were bodies that needed to be disposed of. Anyway, um, this is, is it like a concentrated, like a puddle, literally like, like the size yeah. of the rest? So like a six by <laughs> six? Yeah, they're about <laughs> six by six puddle of okay. I can I make an investigation or like a perception sure. check yeah. to see like what is yeah in what's what is it investigation? Yes. Okay, seventeen. Um, you uh, you're looking at it and you're getting closer to it and you don't really feel a lot of heat coming off of it. Guys, it's not it's not that hot. I put my hands out like I'm warming myself. As you get closer, it's not the heat that you, having just come from the inside of a volcano. This is not. This is. It feels like nothing. I toss another rock in and I look real closely. Make an arc. Yeah, that's not really going to tell you anything. Um, he, Would it he, be a nature check? Like, do I know if this happens in nature? Just like uh, sometimes, go, go nature or arcana. Spontaneous lava pools. Spontaneous lava pools. Uh, well, nature is only a plus two, which is weird because I'm a druid. But arcana is a seven, so that's a nineteen. <laughs> it um, there's a bit of like it's it seems very out of place. Like there there shouldn't be a pool of lava here. Can I, like, investigation check and see if I see anything out of the ordinary besides this pool of lava? Sure. Come on, goodness. <laughs> that is... a 22. Oh, hey. Uh, you, as you hop down and they're looking around, you, um, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Everything seems to be in, in place, kind of along. You don't see any signs of people or, um, Anything else in the trees, for that matter? You also one giant pile of lava on the road. <laughs> you also, um, as you get closer, you don't feel any heat being emitted from it. Um, and with a twenty-two, you, I mean, both of you begin to sense that maybe there's something magical about it. Well, I had that feeling from the get-go. Lava doesn't just appear no. in places, unless it does. Sure. Uh, Flint, okay, so, um, I think this is straight up magic lava. Okay. It's not hot. I'm not things, super good with magic, so I'm gonna defer to your thoughts on this. The things we throw into it, do they, do they look like they burn up, or do they just... It kind of it, it looks like they are being like sucked into, and as you would toss something into lava, it looks I, like it's melting or burning. So if like a Terminator fell into this lava pool, would he have the strength to put the thumbs up out, Always. or would he just be gone? You got to find a Terminator before we know the true Shit. answer to this. Okay, Timmy. The age-old riddle. Timmy! <laughs> if a Terminator falls in the lava pool in the woods, does he have the strength to give the thumbs up? Yeah, and if anyone's around to see it, does he give the thumbs up at all? 
Mm, good question. Three thumbs it up. I I don't know. I feel like this is kind of portal esque. Donnie, have you ever seen anything like this before? Uh, like a mis uh, like a mad uh, magically appearing. Lava pool. Lava yeah. pool. I mean, if only there was a way to tell if it was magic or not. Well, I for sure believe in my heart and hearts it's magic, but I guess I'm going to detect magic on it. So I put my hands over top of it and I go, tell me what kind of magic you are. You magic? Hey. You magic? Hey, you magic? Hey, you magic? You do so, and it begins to glow for you with this aura that surrounds the entire pool. And as you move closer to inspect it there definitely is no heat coming off of it but you also sense that it is some sort of illusion spell hmm well it's magic somebody put it here somebody put it here to stop people because this is just a trick I take one step into the lava. Are, am I like hanging on to her? What's happening here? <laughs> you tell me. Do you just step I'm in? I'm impulsive. I'm just stepping in. What are you sure. doing, Flint? Okay. I'm um, just caught me. off guard by the fact that you're just stepping into it. <laughs> um, Flint, you I fall in. I go, fuck you. <laughs> you see Thea begin to move to step into the lava. Uh, her foot hits the top of it. And as the stones that you tossed into did, it begins to envelop around and looks like it's burning. You feel no heat from it. And as you step down, it's about four to six inches until you hit ground. There's no heat, your foot is fine, and you have stepped onto the ground beneath this. But, but I don't tell him that, and I, and I scream out in pain, and I go, ah, oh God, oh God! And I rush forward to, to grab her to pull her back out of it. And I just jump just out of your reach, fully into the puddle, and go, JK! It's an illusion. It's meant to stop passerbys. Uh, I bet someone's already raided our... <laughs> someone's probably taking all our shit right now. We've been looking at this fucking puddle of lava. I turn around to look at the, <laughs> the cart. Seemingly untouched. Oh, I was wrong about pilfering. But we can just drive right through this. If we can convince the horses, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna use 
whoever's riding or driving do an animal handling yeah, check. Yeah, well, I was going to grab them by the oh, by the reins and lead them through. Yeah, it's still an animal handling. Oh, I've got a plus nine to animal handling. Well, I'm a minus one. That's a one, 20. So. <laughs> minus one. <laughs> I don't even know why I have a horse. <laughs> At 20. Uh, yeah, there's some initial resistance, but as they kind of notice that you yourself are walking in and they you've got them kind of blinders on they walk through and you make it through this lava pool illusion unscathed lava pollution (laughs) we solved the lava pool puzzle (laughs) lava palooza (laughs) okay well that was weird yeah do you think we're gonna run into like more shit like that oh god I hope so I'm like thrill seeker Thea at this point. Like I just fucking want just like whatever, man. All right, I hop back up on the on the carriage. Is it a carriage? Cart. 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 Carriage. I've been calling it a carriage, but I yeah. mean, it's all the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You uh, you hop back up on yeah. and uh, you carry on your way down the road a ways. You begin to hear. Um, the sound of... I get... Oh, hold on. Make a perception check. 20. Also pretty good. <laughs> well, I didn't have my page open for my bonus. Uh, 17. Just trust me. It's also pretty good. Um, you hear muffled what sound like uh, from the tone... The insults being thrown back at, like back and forth between two different voices, spells being thrown off. You hear like ice being formed and breaking. That's what you hear at this moment. Hey, do you hear fighting? Yeah, it sounds like uh, like wizards. Why does everyone immediately think wizards when there are spells being thrown? Oh, I guess it's just like that default assumption. But that's right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't assume. Thank you. Should we go and see what's up? Yeah, yeah. And uh, sorry again about the spell shaming. Hey, no, that's okay. Us druids, we're, you know, we didn't, we didn't study for it. It's just, you know, whatever. It's fine. Arguably, the arguably. Never mind. Arguably. I think if you can't say arguably. You shouldn't be able to argue after that yeah, point. Yeah, probably so the sentence has to stop there. It does, and it does. You carry on a little more ways, and the, the the sounds are getting louder, and you begin to see like ice walls being thrown up all sides. And as you get close, you see one massive ice wall that cuts across, and beyond it, you can kind of see figures casting these spells on the other side of the ice wall. But it appears impassable. From your current standpoint, to if you were to try to go around, I try do, to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, do these figures appear to be casting them at one another, or are they just like showing off? Um, from, <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> from right? the from the tone of voice, and you can begin to hear um, uh, more, still more muffled uh, phrases, but things like "You sissy nanny pants, you stole my spell book." Oh God, you're right. All right. I I yell over the wall. Um, excuse me. It was my spell book. You stole it in the first place. Hello? (laughs) What? 
Ahoy hoy! Who's, who's what, uh, what seems to be the problem there, gents? Nope, nobody, nobody's here. You're, you're talking right now. No. Nope. Yeah. Also, someone made this big ice wall. It's super impressive. I would love Thank to meet you. the person who made oh. this ice wall. Oh, you're too you're too kind. And a um, a doorway in the ice wall opens up, kind of melts away, and opens up, and you see uh, two men. One very stick thin, very old, like like how are you alive? Kind like of like how are you alive? Kind of old. The skin is just like hanging off of his bones. But he's got a big smile, rosy cheeks. Um, the other man, he's a very burly kind of. He's got the a spiraled mustache, um, very slicked over, and very well done hair. And he's standing very perturbed, like uh, a few steps back. And the older man, he comes forward and he says, "Yes, well, that that was me who created this. How did you get past the lava? You you're not supposed to step inside lava." We well. We were trying to keep people away, so we put that that fun thing there. What are you keeping people away from? Our our, our fisticuffs here. Oh, oh is it a like a, a wizard's duel? He, I can't remember which voice I was using when 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 I said that you stole my spellbook, but I think old. he's I think he stole my spellbook. I did you, not you, steal your spellbook. I took my spellbook back. Oh, you didn't write your name in it. Oh. Look, it says Dandel's Spellbook right here. Who's Dandel? I am Dandel. He is Dandel. And it says his name in the book. He wrote it. Look at it. He just scrubbed. He scratched it in there with a knife right now. Oh, just right now? Dandel, that's in poor form. I am Armix the Great. You seem like fine travelers. What What brings you through this woods? Let me get this, let me get this thing out of the way here. He dispels the ice wall. Are we battling still? Yes, yes, in a moment. I have a question. Fire away, my dear. Can you not share the spell book? No, you can't share secrets. You can't share a wizard's spell book. But if you've both read it. Yeah, how did he have it in the first place then? I don't know what you're talking about. Could you help me get my spell book back? You hold him down, I'll like rub dirt in his face or something. <laughs> While well, that sounds like a super mature way to deal with this, yeah, what? I- what if you had a competition and the winner wins the rights to own the book? Who determ- Oh, we could be judges. Oh, what what kind of competition would we do? A magic competition, obviously. Well, yeah, you were you were the ones who who used their illusion magic to to make that lava on the on the path and then made the ice that wall. Good? So. It was good. It stopped it us for believable. a whole 5 minutes. 5 minutes, that's all. Well, I mean, oh. she knows a thing or two about magic. It would have stopped me a lot longer. Oh, you're a wizard as well. No. Huh? She's you're a druid. Of... She's a druid. Oh. You're one of the earthen types. Yes. You draw well, from the you land. You don't have to say it I like do. that. I do. Oh, you, you seem like good people still. No, nevertheless. Nevertheless. Um, okay. So we have a, we have a competition. Um, well... Let's say that we perhaps hand over the book to you, 
and we cast because you know about magic we cast one of the spells in the book and if we get it if either of us get that one right the very hardest one or the one that you pick perhaps mm -hmm. if we get that right then then it's truly that person's book of course of course why not this um this seems like a rigged situation well, sir, if it's really your book, of course you know all of the spells. Yeah, you would have it inside and out memorized. I, I would. I would have it inside and out memorized. So there's nothing to worry about for you. Nothing to worry about for me. So hand over the book. I'm not a wizard. These spells would be absolutely useless to a lowly druid such yeah, as al myself. Also not a wizard over here. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> Peg, pegged you as not a wizard there. Scarred one. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but just thought I'd let you know for sure. Put your mind at ease in case you were wondering. He takes a few steps towards you and kind of two hands holding the book out past uh, the other wizard. And I rip off my face mask to reveal a wizard underneath this entire time. <laughs> I no! played the long game for this spell book. <sighs> Uh, he hands it over to you uh, to just kind of in you, both of your general direction. I take the book. He res there's resistance. He's I, I pull. pulling back. I took. I take. Please. And he, re he releases it. He's fine. Thank you. Whoa. Choose, choose a spell. One of the most difficulty. Can Make we sense? can we have a little aside to decide here? Sure. Yes. Of course. Of course, of course. And they go back uh, kind of off to the side there, and like, I'm finally going to get my spell book back. What if... What if we make them cast us a wish? <laughs> do do right. we know what that spell does? Uh, wish is the mightiest spell a mortal creature can cast. By simply speaking aloud, you can alter the very foundations of reality in accord with your desires. Basically, that's the most powerful spell in the game. Now. Do these wizards know that spell? Tom, you roll a d20. Amy, okay. you choose odds or evens. Evens. No odds! 17. <gasps> the spell is in there. Or what you can presume is that is a... It says wish, and it uh, describes some uh, components, um, and so it has some uh, somatic and verbal um, directions beside it. Okay, so my what? first thing. <laughs> like what? What do? What do we want them to? What are we wishing for? Um. Oh, geez. We have we have to be careful. Things like this can go bad really quickly. You know, like, you wish that someone would fall in love with you and that person becomes, like, completely obsessed with you and ends up, like, murdering you in a lover's rage. Sure, yeah, it becomes, thing. like, a real single white female situation. Yeah. So, I don't know what that means. But, yes, it sounds like that. Uh, it was a movie from the early 90s uh, where, like, this woman gets a roommate and then the roommate, like, obsesses over the other person's life and tries to, like, kill everyone in her life and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so it's like a psychosexual thriller. What's a movie? 
Uh, that was out of game, Amy. <laughs> oh, that was out of game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that... I think we should... I don't know. Can you wish someone to tell the truth about the book? Ooh, that's real smart. <laughs> one always lies. One always tells the truth. Right? Which one is it? <laughs> should, should we try that out? Worst that can happen is we're back to where we are and we just get them to do another spell. I mean, I feel like we should ask for something impartial towards the book. Because that way neither one of them will have any like ulterior <gasps> motive. I know. I wish I had my bag of holding back. It's a good wish. Without any of the items inside, because I, I want those t- to remain with the dragon. I'm into it. Let's do it. Because that's what I was wanting to give at the beginning during the big meeting with the dragons. I was I <laughs> I said I could have they could have everything in my bag of holding. And then they took the bag, <laughs> and I wanted the bag back. No, she wanted the bag because it was a stolen bag. She wanted bag. that bag. Oh, the bag yeah. was stolen. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't recall. I don't, yeah. that didn't She wanted the bag, and then you just forgot to take all your shit out. That's how that went. Oh, right. Yes, I did. Okay, then. Um, I just wish for a new bag of holding. I'm into it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Magnanimous wizards. Yes, yes. What, what have you decided? Something, something very difficult, obviously. I have a wish. Uh, a wish. A wish. Um, my, my, my dear. I don't. I try. I'm trying very hard not to look down. But wish spells can be difficult. Difficult. I turn toward Flint and I say, "I'm. Did I miss?" hear them? Did they not want the most difficult spell? I mean, no, that is what they what they said, and they also were talking up their abilities pretty highly, so they I were. feel like this is a good ask. I don't wish for anything grand. I wish I had a bag of holding. See, I used to have one. But I don't anymore. And while I don't wish to have that bag of holding back, I would like a new one. Can it be done? Um, well, of, of, of course, of course it can, it can be done. Yes, yes, it's really quite easy, actually. Some may say that you, you don't even have to break a sweat over something like that. Says, well, confident. Um, uh, Dandel says okay you wish for a bag of holding anything else being wished for that seems like a rather small use of such a spell Flint is there anything you wish for I suppose if they do have to separately oh make they a do wish. both have to cast wish don't they mm-hmm. ooh okay what if I could speed this along this entire thing and just Flickly split just gets you what you need. Well, getting us what I need and creating what we ask for are two different things. That's true, good sir. That's very true. But she has wished for a bag of holding. Yes? Yes. The wizard. Russ, before you go forward, yep. are there any, like missing dwarven relics that I'm aware of 
through my history knowledge? Um, a former king of Mithril Hall, Brunor Battlehammer, his axe was lost in a battle before he was, uh, before his kinghood was transferred. It is a single-bladed axe with a gold handle, um, and carved within it is the symbol of Clan Battlehammer, which is a foaming mug. So if I were to, if this axe were to magically appear in front of uh, Flint, he would know it without question. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, good wizards, I do have a request, then. Can okay. you... I wish for you to present me the axe of one Bruner Battlehammer. Um, okay. Great. Cool, 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 cool. So, and the one to complete this task... Quickest? Or first? Or how do we want to determine this? Well, I don't think both of you are going to be able to complete it. So whoever does complete the task within, what do we say, an hour? What's the casting? Uh, hold on. Uh, it's up. instantaneous. Oh, so shit. All right. Within, like, right fucking now. So a five-minute time limit? <laughs> whoever can do it in five minutes? Chop style? <laughs> Says, uh, all right, one axe and one... Bag of holding coming up. They begin uh, separately um, to recite incantations. Each sounds slightly different than the other. Can I try to follow along in the book? I assume the incantation is written down. Mm -hmm. It's a spell book, right? Yep. Can I follow along? Um, yeah, neither sound exactly like what's written there. Okay. I can't wait for our magical axe bag that attacks us <laughs> to show up. It's going to be good. We're back in the middle. We need more middle songs. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm the only one. I mean, who... there's that Jimmy Eat World middle song that we've never used, which is sort of surprising. Sure. Maybe too and on that, the nose. Uh, yeah. Zed, Marin, Morrison, Gray with the middle. That one was Why popular this year. Just meet me in the middle. Yeah, that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, we're here. I like the Russa Ridges, though. Yeah, Those they're much better. Good. Yeah, right. right. Those are better. Yeah, that's that's what I go Keep for. Keep them here. up, Russ. We love them. Thank you. Thank you. Um, where I sing all the time. Not no, not true. I, don't, I haven't sung a lot lately in the latest season. I need to up my game on the singing. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. Yeah. Is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. We've got, uh, beginning in September, uh, which is now, we had uh, added a whole bunch of new tier options. Some really cool stuff, including a whole bunch of exclusive bonus content that you can get your, 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 your no, not really your hands on, but your ears on. Get your digital hands all over it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. What are some of those bonus content things? Oh, maybe like the side scroller episodes that I DM. Those ones. Mm -hmm. Those are bonus contests. They come out every 15th of the month. And right now, I do believe uh, the players are in a fun baking competition. They certainly are in a fun baking competition. I'm thinking that they're going to do really well. 
I'm assuming so. Maybe. Maybe. I wasn't we'll rolling see. very good, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, we also debuted our new show over on Patreon. Previous uh, long-running patrons have heard some of the episodes already, but we have more episodes coming for our new show, Facing Fate, which launches January 2020. That seems like a long way away, but it's really does, not. But it's not very far away. And if you're a patron, you're going to be able to hear it ahead of everybody else. We are releasing weekly episodes right now. I think we're up to episode three next week that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And then there will be 10 episodes that all come out for patrons exclusively before they're available to the public. So we want you to go check that out. Um, as well, we were just together for a really cool live show. Did we tell you about the yeah. live show? That's oh. a thing that happened. We were in Edmonton. It was wonderful. We weren't allowed to swear. And we did it. I think we did it. Yeah. We didn't swear. We did it. We checked all the boxes. We hit the time limit. We didn't swear. It was a great time. And that's going to be available to patrons as soon as I'm able to get it edited. Uh, but again, it will be available to patrons before everybody else. So go check that out at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Please and thank you. Now let's get you back to the episode. Both. There's no success or fail on this. It just no. happens. It just like, happens. But fucking wish. Spells. But I mean, only one of them should know the spell, correct? If we determine not this correctly, true. You, would, you would think. Dandel finishes his incantation, and a glow begins to form within his hands, um, and it spreads out. Um, to begin to form a long-handled, single-headed axe. Uh, as it comes into view, Ormix finishes his incantation. And in a swirl of light and sparkle, a bag flumps into his hand. <laughs> so graceful. <laughs> The axe begins to form, and it is clear as day, the axe that went missing from Bruinor Battlehammer. And Armix walks over to Thea and hands you this bag. Says, there's your bag, my dear. I take it, um, I tuck the book under my arm. <laughs> and I And I take it and I inspect the bag. I cast Detect Magic on it. Sure. Because it should be a fucking magical bag. Yeah. Is it a magical fucking bag? Uh, it is a magical fucking bag. Okay. It is Oof. a bag of holding. You also... Um, Do I see anything, like, embossed on it? <laughs> Emblazoned, perhaps? Um, it, it looks... Uh, you tell me what the bag looks like. I, the bag is messenger bag style. It's got that flap. And on it, it is embossed, I guess, stamped with, um, it's a brown bag stamped with green leaves and vines that go along the edge. But otherwise, very simple. It'd go with anything. Yeah. Awesome. I gingerly put my hand into the bag to see if there's anything inside of it. Uh, There doesn't appear to be anything inside of it. That's unusual, an empty bag of holding. Okay. 
brand new Well bag. done, Armix. Um, your detect Armix. magic, yep, your detect magic also picks up um, two varying degrees of conjuration magic. A very powerful aura coming from this axe and a much lesser aura coming from kind of Armix and the bag. Armix, you, you did cast Wish to get this bag, did you not? Of course, I granted your wish to get you this bag, my dear. No, 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 no. You didn't... I did not want you to grant my wish to get me this bag. But... I wanted you to cast Wish to get me this bag. And I did. I, I answered your wish to get you the bag. Okay, did. book please. I slap his hand away. <sighs> it is very clear to me who the winner of this challenge is. You see his... We're going to have to fight him. <laughs> you see his eyes begin to glow a deep red, and he says, Give me the book. No. <laughs> no. You know what? Let me think about it for a minute. I'm going to say no. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm going to have to say no. This was fair and square, except you didn't use the spell. Dandel sees Armix getting uh, very agitated, and uh, he says, you need to run now. As his eyes begin to glow red and you see a ball of flame begin to form in his hands. I mean, we should probably be running at I this throw point. the book at Dandel. Yep. I throw the book at Dandel. Throw the book at him, Amy. <laughs> I throw the book. No, I literally toss the spell book at Dandel. Um, he It flies through the air and Armix looks at it as it's flying through the air and it hits Dandel's hand. The axe drops to the ground and unless you're doing anything else, make a deck save. I mean, he wasn't able to throw the axe to me while he was catching the book. 17 plus. Oh, nat 20. Oh, bitch, yeah. 19. I feel like I've got the most dexterity ever known. You have to all man. the decks. Or dwarf. You're so dexterous. A massive ball of fire erupts from Armix. He casts Fireball. Dandel, in an instant, quickly uh, sees you two running and conjures shield in front of your carriage. Um, and shields you mm, a bit, but shields your horses from the fire blast. Um, you're going to take some damage. That uh, seems fair. Yeah, half 86. Wow! Uh, At least the horses are okay. Four. I don't know, I feel eight, like on my six, nat 20, I should take 25% of yeah. 86, <laughs> but. 10. 22. So you take 11 fire damage as you dive into the trees and you see your horses rear up um, as they are protected and shielded by Dandel and the spell that he cast. 
Um, they turn and face each other and begin firing spells back and forth at each other again. Do we have anything like a net or a hook or a net with hooks on it? Maybe. What's your plan here, Flint? You tell me what your plan is and justify why it would be in there. My plan is to tie something uh, to the end of my Dwarven Thrower that will maybe hook that axe and bring it on back to me while it flies on by. Hmm. You know, don't stop, never give up, hold yeah. your head high and reach the top. Show the whole world what you have got, bring it all back to me. Um, I could potentially just, like, pop over there real fast. They're, they're slinging spells, like, back oh. and forth, like high-casted, high-damage spells at each other. I don't think it's a good idea for us to, like, wade back into that minefield, but if I could maybe, like, snag that axe with the old boomerang hammer... <laughs> Yeah, we'll say that if you as as you you can probably make it back to uh, make it back to the the carriage and yeah, I mean, sure, you've got it in the back there. You got to make a make an attack throw. Just give me give okay. me a plus the weapons bonus. Sure. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I jury rig MacGyver style something together. To uh, to maybe like scoop this axe back up on its flight back, like you know those tire strips, how they're like only one way. So if you drive over them the other way, they're like free and clear. So yeah, I set that up so that if it flies over it one way, it's okay. But when it flies back, it like digs into sure. the ground a little and like uh-huh. drags like it, it on over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that is a twenty-seven for the Dorian right. thrower. As lightning bolts and flames are being shot all around, ice being carved up the walls again, you throw your dwarven hammer. It cuts between these two wizards and zips back, but as the rope kind of clears through, not only does it catch your axe, but it clears the feet out from under the wizards and they fall to the ground. (laughs) The axe comes back, tumbling back to the carriage. It doesn't quite make it all the way to you, but it, it makes it to the carriage. Gonna grab it and then we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Hightail it. You notice there is another path uh, a ways back. You turn the other way so as not to get in the midst of these two battling wizards and you head back to that other path going back to Waterdeep. Oh, they crazy. How long do you think they've been battling? I think a while. (laughs) I think Armix was young when they started. But hey, you got that sweet bag there. I do finally have a new bag of holding. Feels good. And I got this axe that I've we've been looking for for fuck millenniums, pretty much. Oh, that's good. Maybe that's they'll awesome. make you king because of it. I mean, I don't want to be king. I just want to put it back to Mithril Hall where it belongs. Yeah, I guess that's okay too. Okay. And I mean, really, it's just a ceremonial axe more than anything. It's sure, sure. Yeah, I got it. You guys head back, uh, you're talking along the way. I mean, FYI, Russ, if they want to make Flint king, whatever, I'm down for it. But, like, that's not his angle here. We'll get there when we get there. Do you want me to hold your axe? <laughs> I show my bag. <laughs> I mean, 
let's maybe put something a little less valuable in it first to make sure that it's a proper working bag of holding before we put that uh, super valuable axe that just got returned to us in yeah, okay, there. Okay, fair enough. I take a pen from... Those a pen? Ones. Yeah. Like, like a quill? A quill. Yeah. A quill pen? Yeah, sure. Yeah, like a fountain pen, I assume, that they... If they I mean, forged, the ocean's got to be writing with yeah, something. I guess, they forged I guess, yeah, weapons. Yeah, no, I think sh- you. I think you took some. Yeah, fountain pens. Yeah. I always have fountain pens with yeah. me. Oh, you did. You stole yeah. them from the one desk. I, yep. I sure did. Yeah. I put I put one sure. into the bag of holding. It goes in. And then I reach in to take it out. And it comes out. Oh. All right. I've I seen mean, enough for me. He answered your wish. I guess. I mean, I did. thought it might be some sort of trick bag of holding. <laughs> Maybe. Especially with the look on Russ's face, but I mean. All right, let's see what other shenanigans we can get up to on the road home. The song's Nowhere Land, Healing, Infados, and The Machine Thinks are by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. If you like what you're hearing, consider supporting the show by visiting patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. It's a couple days later. Um, Nulara has been... Um, the ceremony to bury... Nope, fuck it. <laughs> Nulara has Just... been disposed of. That's what he was going to say. No, that wasn't. I was going to say buried. You know you the... can compost humans now? Really? Just saying. You continue traveling for a couple rows couple roads. Just a couple roads. Just, Just a couple, couple roads. roads. It's fine. Uh, you We're continue. playing Settlers of Catan, and you've built four roads. <laughs> it's not the longest road. They're yet. not joining, though. No, there. it's not the no. longest road. Oh. Gotta get that middle piece. Dungeons & Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable & Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space. Multiverse. Stars. One stars. One star reviews. Join Negative Nancy and Chatbot aboard the Space Windu as they bring you the worst one star reviews from all across the universe. I'm supposed to say that we promise to bring you the very best one star reviews from all across the multiverse. But you know what? I don't believe it. I don't believe that for one second. I'm rating my driver Marcus one star. Not for his driving ability, but instead for his disloyalty and cowardice. Lackluster moon vacations. A can of beans. Abandoned malls. Cat beds that don't come in human sizes. Dragon stuff. Come have a laugh back at the One Star Reviewers. Listen to the One Stars wherever you get your podcasts.